0: You are listening live to ACIM Gather, a gathering for a course in miracles, students and teachers. For more shows and information, visit ACIMGather.com. I am your lunch hour's host, Reverend Devin Devine, your conscious spirit coach and cicerone to experiencing firsthand what is God. For more information about me and what I can do for you, visit openandclear.com. That's O P E N A N D C L E A R.com. day may have a different subject and approach, ultimately each and every single one of them have the same lesson that God would have you learn, to eventually open up and receive first-hand experience of what is truth, what is love, and what is that which is God spirit has in store for us today as we tune in to this spiritual lunch hour broadcasting live from utah usa Good morning, good morning, or I suppose it's good afternoon for most of us. Happy, happy noon, happy something. Good, 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 happy something. It never made sense to me anyway. Yes, welcome, welcome. <laughs> I have a mic on the tray, you, so he, I can turn it on and off as I wish. Oh, like right now when he's touching it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Happy holy instant, beautiful, perfect. Mm. <laughs> really enjoyed what was just playing, talking. Uh, brought me back to my days of of meditation, days on end of meditation and silence and quiet and it 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 flashed back into my eyes and i'm like wow wow it's it's funny how much we we just take along with us really what we need and and forget the whole application of someone else's words and and their way of of saying it and as many of you listening in especially with the recording uh would you know would take what you would like to get out of what i'm saying to you even i mean you can't really hear me you can't really hear me outside of your perceptions of the words and being translated in your head and and going through these resentments that you have and then going through these these attractions that you have and and all of a sudden you know you're not really even determining your experience by the sensations you're feeling that you, you are actually, you know, focused on your thoughts. And this is because we are fourth-dimensional focused beings, even though we like to think that we are third-dimensional beings. Uh, we are this this duration, this continuity of memory in which our, the identity of our person has. Like a third-dimensional focused being, mostly most animals uh they see the world completely differently. They don't see it in the same sense of having having the option of falling in love. Uh, they don't see it in that way. And and even finding a commitment with people, uh, in this idea of commitment is, is, is completely ludicrous to a third-dimensional focused being. Uh, it, and you do see people go through it. You do see people fall back on it, and it is definitely something that we often use in our lives just because we, you know, you focus on three dimensions at a time. This is always mind, body, and spirit in the pattern of this completion of all the universe. And while we are fourth dimensional being, focused beings, that means we are, most of us are tapping into what is the fifth dimension, which is the spiritual universe, even as the second dimension is. So as we're moving forward through these experiences, even a course in miracles is the practice, the training of this fourth dimension. I train you. <laughs> You're getting a little crazy over there. Now I'm gonna have to put that away. Is the the fourth the, the fourth dimensional training of learning how to let go of the third dimension, and uh, typically this. Before you are capable of forgiving the world in that sense, you do need to forgive sensations. And sensations uh, manifest into the physical world, and this is what the second dimension is. The energy spiritual universe, before it had physical representation, before it had shape and form, and, and before its understanding was... That you know the root chakra is down here, <laughs> down here didn't make any sense. Uh, there was no up or down. There was no here or there. There was no right or wrong, uh, until we begat this idea of the knowledge, of good and evil, and that began this third dimensional experience. Knowledge of up and down. Knowledge of right and wrong. Knowledge of here and there. And so, of course, miracles is black and white, uh, because it is plain and simple in the understanding that the knowledge you have of the knowledge of good and evil is not eternal knowledge it is not the grasping of of god's knowledge it is as you so call this book you know the word of god and it, it has to be completely translated for you so now it is the book of ego right the book of the laws of the world and, you know, it only hints towards the idea that there's a, you know, there's a god. and But the god's a body, and the, and laws can be broken. But we kill them, and they have to leave the world, and, and all these ideas. and and, they, <laughs> and it's really this whole correspondence of collection of ideas that when we are traveling through this 10-dimensional, 12-dimensional experience... That we are, are not alone in doing it. However, we are completely all one doing it. So it's not so much as if when you relate to the story of Jesus Christ that it actually happened in the past. This is actually your future. And uh, you, you might not grasp that idea because time seems to go in this linear fashion for your life that you can only perceive the past, right? Uh, yet you have set it up so that it's it's working against you. Now you have you have these <laughs> translations of your sensations, so that you, as it was speaking about, so that you obsess in different fashions of distracting yourself from what that moment has to offer and what is honestly here and now. We want to make sure that in every fashion, not just uh, not just physically distracted but that we're spiritually distracted and, and lose sight of reality and actually think we know because we're mentally distracted and we think we can process what the spirit has to offer. And in that, in that moment when you're processing what spirit has to offer, you, you automatically, re- regardless of what you like to think of, of, it, even as I'm putting it into words here, it is, it is in the realm of being wrong. Because it cannot be spoken about. It cannot be put into words. It is the being, the essence of who you are. And therefore, therefore, if you do put it into words, you put it into definitions, you put it into shapes and forms, you make it into physicality. And that's because this mind that is this fourth dimensional, this using this fourth dimensional split mind of the first dimension, which is the Christ mind, And the fourth dimension, which is the ego perspective of that same mind-like consciousness, that in that perspective, all of a sudden, we're we're now perceiving reality with that obsession of making it into physical form. So, of course, in miracles is the attempts to uh, let go or forgive this idea that it has to be physical, uh, this this idea that it has to be going through this this filtration system of applying separation idea and applying that that it is now apart from me or somehow even a goal is in the future or that this is this is not done already and that this course is actually teaching you something instead of recognizing that you didn't just write this course yourself uh, but that you created the entire existence of this course including Jesus Christ and the experience of everything in all existence that in, and it's really what dimensional focus are you? And when you think that Jesus is a body, you are automatically terrestrial focused. And when you think Jesus is a soul, even as you think of yourself as a soul, you, you are celestial focus, uh, And when you think of celestial, I mean, telestial focused, and when you are mentally conscious of what is the one mind, the dreamer aspect of Christ, you are celestial focused. Often celestial gets confused with the spiritual universe, and yet it is not an energy of any sort, but a a determiner of energy or a... uh, mm, What's The the, the descri- describer of, of energy, the one that looks about in a random chaotic universe and finds images and names those images and, and assumes that it, those images have actually have some sort of existence. Above the knowledge of good and evil is the knowledge of only goodness everywhere. That, that is true now what is above the knowledge of only goodness everywhere I just keep going with that like we like to we describe it with form and so there's you know above before the knowledge of good and evil you know there was the garden of Eden right That was love everywhere it was perfect perfect place right And and that came from when God said let there be light and then let there be man let there be this let there be that and yet, what, what was above or before, in this case, a linear time, what was before, you know, light everywhere? <laughs> the existence, we like to think, we, because we are trying to put it into shape and form, we like to uh, say that light was actually an essence of something, uh, even as before, in which it, it, it literally is saying God is darkness, uh, it, it, it can't even be darkness because it is, it is an essence of nothingness. It is the point of the Big Bang in which it all began, the beginning of space and before time and the beginning of, of shaping and forming and this whole experience. That, we like to think of that as in linear time because we are obsessed and this is an indicator of who needs to do A Course in Miracles. Because if you insist that my words are even talking about shapes, forms, beings, objects, then you are obsessed with the third dimensional focus. And if you think I am talking about something that's not here and now, like something that's in the future or in the past, then you are obsessed with this continuity of memory, this time aspect, this duration of creation. And you're not willing to see that even in this moment, This big bang occurred right here, right now. And the totality of all existence, all creation, is literally right in this moment. That there is, it it, it seems like, I mean, because I have a little bit of an obsession uh, with this duration aspect of my focus, uh, but I'm willing to see that I have been wrong even with duration. I mean, we like to think of this idea that that even this course is done with. Even We even did this already, you know, and we're looking back. And that is, again, a focus on this obsession, obsession with the duration of this continuity of memory. And so we, we misunderstand that the experience of what we are has no linear fashion about it, and it has no physical fashion about it, and it has no spiritual fashion about it, but that because it is all of them, it is none of them in, in the totality of what it is. So the experience of what that essence of God, pre- previous to light and previous to all creation, is the essence of eternity, which cannot be described. So, So the mind naturally perceives it or thinks it, uh, as this nothingness experience instead of the, the reality of all eternity. So then we think of reality of all eternity and we try and then it w- indicate exactly what we are obsessed with. So it, we are all obsessed within one of these dream-like experiences, one of these dimensions, which is a dream within a dream within a dream and the continuation and purification of an idea in which most of us call separation. This uh, this purification plan, we are taking it on another level of looking and perceiving that zeroth dimension before all existence, before anything was comprehensible at all, and and realizing that through this purification, it only comes back to its same source, so that that tenth or twelfth dimension is the exact same experience of the zeroth dimension and the beginning of all existence. So you, we are learning to become as God and quite literally in different experiences and different curriculums and different sports and different, different ways, each dimension is a new opportunity of even as the, we went through a course of limitation and a course of love, and now we're going through a course in miraculousness and a course in limitlessness, and even as that, and that throughout each of these dimensions is a different course, and and we go through the different experiences of can we remember who we are throughout this entire experience? And that it's each option, each option. Is it about me? Is it always is it about me or is it about God? Is it is it remembering me or is it about remembering God? Is it about glorifying me, glorifying my experience, or is it about glorifying God, glorifying God's experience? And uh And can we actually comprehend? Can we actually comprehend? (laughs) Uh, No, you know. (laughs) That's what we're doing. (laughs) Okay. The Big Bang cannot be the beginning since something has to explode to start even the Big Bang. (laughs) What is beyond what is beyond what oh what is beyond the goodness everywhere as I was for you in the future listening in live i'm communicating with those typing in on acim gather you can learn more at acimgather.com or at openandclear.com uh, more galaxies forever and ever oh what is beyond more galaxies uh, is actually referring to the alternate universes of the sixth dimension. You're referring to physical objects again. And so that is sixth dimensional f- experience of alternate universes. We like to think that dimensions uh, is there's actually only t- only 10 to 12 possible dimensions. And I say 12 because there's the zeroth dimension and the, the, what is the zeroth dimension uh, after the totality of all experience. And they're, they're actually the same thing, even as there is really only three dimensions being regurgitated over and over again. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, uh, the continuation and alternate universes of our experience is only the fifth, sixth, and seventh dimension. So we're in the eon of limitation right now. This is the second, third, and fourth dimensions where we actually think we are only one person. <laughs> but we're, we're this totality of a soul family, and in this in this limitless experience, in which we're going into, which is the fifth, sixth, and seventh dimension, and then that's alternate universes upon universes, trillions of options of our own lives and of our, of seeing each other and knowing each other perfectly. Uh, this what often people refer to as a miracle of the joining of mind. That's the seventh dimension, which is called the last judgment. And in that experience, uniting us quite literally to working perfectly together, uh, <laughs> and resistance is futile. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's, it's really nothing to be scared about, but uh, we like to make it into a scary thing because we think our independence is something to be proud of. So that's what A Course in Miracles is meant to, to bring us to. Uh, the The idea of the fourth dimension is actually... Uh, the recollection of christ so the only way to get out of this prison of thinking that you are a body thinking that you are physical thinking that you are, are between birth and death uh is the totality of accepting christ and accepting christ in everyone and everything and and because it is everyone and everything so that naturally kind of wipes the slate clean and brings you back to the first I mentioned because that's what Christ is, and the Christos, the crystal. And in that experience, you now have the opportunity to choose, pretty much choose anything in your life, anything about what you want to be or do or understand, including, including uh, physical laws being broken and 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 superhuman abilities and all these things. Uh, so, so when you're actually referring to other galaxies, and uh, that is the expansion, the soul family finally working together 100%, and not only because we're we're paying them, uh, but that we're all working together because we are together, one mind working together and one purpose, and it it naturally works together, and that's what uh, other. You know aliens and stuff are looking for in us that they can see that we are war at war against ourselves and they're not just referring to the world but that they're referring to that we are not one mind yet you know we're not actually one mind uh, having one purpose that literally if we were we would recognize that even one person going to uh, from our planet going to another planet we would all know that experience We would all have that experience within our consciousness available to us, Uh, even as we do. We do, but yet most of us are not capable or have the ability uh, of, well, I should say, haven't accepted the ability uh, within ourselves to do such. So we, in, in my position, I am deliberately choosing still the limitation of the world and this physical reality for the experience that I came here to experience limitation. So I'm not so much uh, on the progression idea, however, I am on this progression of going through the dimensional experiences. Uh, yet a lot of people with A Course of Miracles are on this retraction idea and that is just giving up the, t- the complete idea uh, of anything and going to what they call reality. But often many people don't realize that the reality of the beginning of the original, original space is, is the experience of nothing. So there is no actual experience at all in that, in that case. Sorry, I can't. I can't always read at the same time. So I know you're typing. I know region. No, by mankind there is, and I don't know what you mean. As far as our observe, the you know, just man, <laughs> we don't know what is beyond that because we can't see beyond that yet. If you don't know, then it is. For a good reason yes okay so that yeah so ultimately we have existed from the beginning of all existence and uh, you can go into any of these dimensional experiences if you have trained your mind to let go of one dream obsession and go into a different dream obsession and I say that because uh, like in in the way of If you think you are this physical body and don't have something else or even another body, another version of your body or or even another mind which is seeming a different person, Uh, if you can't uh, do that yet, yes, uh, recollection of the totality of the universe uh, is not available to you because what you are designed for and what we have been designed for as I have been, as Devin has been designed Uh, To be this experience of the physical universe is a specific story that if if I stopped Devin and Went off and did something else instead uh, There's two options either Devin will stay and do finish off his story or There will be an incomplete story of Devin that will now never tell the whole story okay, there's a third option because that is the finishing of the story even as if someone committed suicide it's not like they're actually ending the story prematurely uh, it's, it's more like that's how the story ends I mean you can write a story about someone committing suicide and oh there it is it, it, the end of the story and then it goes to people and their family talking about how sad it is and all this stuff and so it's not really like something has gone wrong like we like to think because we're obsessed with this this knowledge that we think we have uh, but uh, that's what we've created ourselves to be. We've designed ourselves to be uh, this this person. And I just looked up on the board. I I have not noticed this until the other day when someone mentioned it, but uh, that uh, dream roles is the idea for today. That's awesome. Uh, I didn't even know that I was even on that subject, but I am. <laughs> uh, that Devin has a dream role, uh, this this is a special function as it's referred to as the course of miracles we all have the same purpose and when we accept the purpose of christ of of what most people refer to as getting out of the dream or forgiving the world the salvation of the world and so on Uh, but we have a unique function just like my wife is pregnant and she's she's going to have a baby and all this great stuff and and yet i can't do that because i'm not i'm not that my body is a specific role to be you know capable of what i am capable of have the talents that i am capable of and and this is a specific lessons in which i have to learn you know specific lessons which ultimately is for the the to- the totality my favorite word of the whole of christ's mind is learning the lessons that i have to, have to learn as well as she is you know learning for all of us the lessons that she has to learn and the forgiveness, the process throughout that, and hers involves having babies, and mine can't, and it's it's very, I mean, sure, we think, you know, oh, we need to be equals, and, you know, it won't be equal until I can have a baby growing and kicking inside me, which I would love to have, uh, and survive the birth as well. Um. <laughs> Uh, in in that sense we physicality we can't be equal because we'll never be exactly the shape the same shape and the same you know image and everything but we are equal in the sense of our souls are you know as as big and as great as each other's as well as our consciousness is that same one consciousness and going through the same experiences uh, and the same forgiveness process and and even though the split-mind aspect of our consciousness, this ego, uh, does have different uh, acceptance processes of opening up itself, of thinking that it knows more, and some think it knows less and, and has a different percentage of the wholeness of knowledge and, and, and everything. And, and some actually think they've experienced more in life and think they can talk more about things, and <laughs> it's... I mean, it's hilarious, but ultimately it is the same one mind. But that's the difference between the first dimension, which is, which knows itself as the same one mind, and, and the kind of boringness of the spiritual universe in the second dimension, which it, everybody just knew exactly what we were, and we had this array of options of ourselves, one through 100% and uh, we accepted the idea of giving one percent this idea of fear and this idea of knowledge of evil and and uh, in that same sense we all approached it we all accepted it and that entered into the physical universe that we then developed the physical universe and everything that you know about the stories of pre-existence and the stories of of you know even the Garden of Eden and all this stuff it's all seen as physical because it's using words as physical and yet the Garden of Eden even in itself was not physical and Adam and Eve before the knowledge was partake that it what they were not physical bodies uh, even though we like to project the images of it onto them even 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 when when I took of the fruit that I remember the experience of the past as physical. Even even right now, you look at your physical body uh, and you have this experience of your physical body and you think of yourself when you were seven. Uh, you actually think of yourself as a physical body, but you were never a physical body. You Even now in this, this so-called physical body, you are still the soul experience that you are having. And yet the only reason it goes through some sort of filtration of developing a, a fence-like image of having a, a, a barrier of skin between you and, and the outside and uh, which you can't see through objects and all this stuff is because you still, in your mind, in our mind, I'm not putting it on you, in our mind, we are deliberately choosing to have this resentment spot. And I like using the word resentment because it is is establishing a space in our mind, quite literally, even if it is a .001% or even smaller or whatever, of just having something that I'm not allowed to be. Even as most people with the Course in Miracles and doing this, it's often God. To say, oh no, I didn't create myself is a complete denial of that aspect of, now I'm going to accept everything accept the position in being one literally one with god and so we, we we now make oh no the devil's not real the devil's not real uh so i i finally accept all of that i accept that there's all this good stuff i accept everything i can possibly think of in form and spirit and all this stuff but i'm not god and there we draw the line again and then the entirety of the universe is represented in physical form, and you have now this uh, this dream upon a dream upon a dream experience in which you are you go through up and downs of being lost and 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 even having uh, comprehension of the universe and then uh, decomprehension of the universe comprehension of the universe as if the son of God could forget and uh, <laughs> which is completely impossible. Even as I'm speaking to you now, uh, there is a position, even though you might give it a different name within the representation of what you know of as your mind, which is drawing a line and keeping you separate from something. It doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter who it is, but there is something in the world which might. a lot of us draw the line so much that we just say, you know, I'm not that, I'm not that, I'm not that, I'm definitely not that person. Oh, I am definitely not that person over there. No, no, no way am I that person. (laughs) Oh, whoa. (laughs) No, no, no. That person is special and unique on their own, and we are not united in one uh, experience. Oh, That's funny. (laughs) It is completely impossible in this essence of conscious reality. The consciousness is reality. Okay, bud. Here, Artex. Is he going to jump? Is he going to jump? Is he going to jump? Here he goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to go get him. Oh, wow. Well. Thank you, God. <laughs> So you can refer to God in, in so many different fashions and yet it all emphasizes what dimensional focus you are on. Because each dimension, including in the spiritual universe, each frequency has a different perspective of what God is and what separation is. Even as I just said, thank you, God. And many people, you know, come out of that and they're like, Wait, you just said that you are one with God. Why are you saying thank you to God, and it is that experience of, you know, what is my life for? Who am I living for? What am I doing this for? And often many people refer to God as as what the entity of Christ is in which created the world and, and everything, and, and even in that sense, the Christ that, that is that which created the world and, and lived through Adam and lived through Eve and all this experience, that even right now, uh, when, when you think of it as something else, it's naturally that you're in this position of, of accepting the, gla- the gratitude and, and of it and being grateful for it is, is the first step to uniting yourself with that experience. Uh, and then eventually you do recognize that you are only grateful for a so-called higher self and, and to a higher self of yourself. And then eventually you're you know in this experience and i as far as for me i'm up and down in and out (laughs) going through the dimensions like crazy and and so it uh sometimes you are receiving that gratitude even from yourself you're like oh oh yeah you know (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) in that same sense but as you are one with god it really is never a, a you're welcome kind of experience it's it's complete gratitude because without the image of what Christ is and without the likeness of what Christ is and without the, the willingness to go create universes in, in insane ideas and come back and go and create different ones and insane ideas and, and go into dreams and go all over this place. That God does nothing. Without that, without Christ being the explorer for God, being the eyes the experience or for God of getting lost and getting found and uh, losing itself and finding itself, uh, that God literally does nothing. And so God is is in complete and absolute gratitude for the experience of you, even though it's not in the sense of of what you perceive time and physical objects, and even though it's not necessarily what you have related to illusions or reality. It's not really... Uh, comprehensible uh, even as if you do take a whole library of of books and and you <laughs> take every library on the planet and every every other planet and all their their libraries and all their books and you come you combine them smush them down not less words but combine all those experiences into just even ten books and then you smush those into into one book and then all those words and I mean it's already unreadable <laughs> completely unreadable so you can't relate to it you can't experience it uh and and you smash it down to one one line you know it's just a big black line because there's so many letters in there <laughs> right? and then you smash that down into in into just one space of a letter just one letter you thought it was an a but really it's every single letter of every single language of every single planet of every single <laughs> every everything smashed down and and that's 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 eternity and and eternity is incomprehensible uh, however we are in it yeah we're in it <laughs> throughout that my name my name is probably you know devin's name is probably said so many times i mean, I mean especially when people talk behind my back <laughs> you know, that that's kind of like god it's like it's incomprehensible and then the Big Bang is kind of shooting it out into, into books of libraries, and and making it comprehensible, and then making a person comprehend it and perceive it, and putting it on other planets to make make it seem like there's places to explore, places to go, uh, and and you know everything you know about history that as the development of this universe, and and right here, right now, here I am per- reading. One line at a time of this wonderful story in which I call my life. <laughs> it brings comfort to my experience, uh, just knowing and just just feeling that that, you know, without me, with, without you, God is incomplete. And even though you think you have an idea of what you is and you might identify with a physical body or even a soul or even a consciousness, the comprehension, you can't ever get out of that. And you can't give up your role that has been assigned to you. Uh, You might be able to give up your body. You might be able to give up your soul, if you want to think of it like that. You might be able to give up your consciousness. But there will always be this essence that gives you existence and that essence is the life of god that essence of the actuality of who you are and you go through this pattern of of being the christ perceiver of the universe and being the god the creator of the universe being christ the perceiver of the universe being god the creator of the universe being christ the perceiver of the universe being god the perceiver of, uh, creator perceiver creator god pre- you know you, you, you go through the whole experience, but the universe in which it's perceiving is what is known as the Holy Spirit. This holy spiritual universe, this holographic experience. It's not actually separate from the totality of God and the Son. It's not actually different. It's just simply reflecting back as if we're looking on, on a lake that's all around us. And, and we're seeing our image of whatever we design it to be. That zeroth dimension, that experience of, of being simply everything that could possibly be, being the essence of all things and the totality of all time and, and all, all spaces, all places and, and everything, all in, in one, one indeterminate size point is, is referred to as the zeroth dimension. This is what God is. And yet to experience that, there was the development of the Son of God this is the perceiver the self of god so god now had a self now god had an, an opportunity to know itself this is the first dimension a line between two points two points of indeterminate size we got a line a, perce- a perceptive line it perceives as if this this other point now looks back on really what can't be perceived and imagines and in that imagines or, or develops or thinks even in the likeness of God thinks with this consciousness of what it is of what it could be then develop this spiritual universe to join itself with the incomprehensibility of what is the eternity of all that is and that developed that, that light and sound experience of the frequencies of the universe the spiritual universe And that, in that same reflection, so one reflects into two, two reflects into four. So now there's there's God and the sun and this light and sound experience. You know, God said, "Let there be light," right? And that was voice and light. (laughs) And now with that same experience, where we had an eons of. Of enjoyment in the spiritual universe of just moving and reflecting and just anything and uh, we, we we began to develop ideas of what we could be and and how we like to see ourselves I mean we were different blobs and shapes and and had no edge and yet and we always knew that we were that one consciousness we always knew that and and we didn't really need a bridge because we were lost we we had that experience because we wanted to understand we wanted to understand ourselves we wanted to perceive something and that was the experience of the spiritual universe so in that we developed through eons of choices and even as we are doing now in physical universe that that in that development of a garden of an idea that we could have a density that we can combine all this spiritual universe into a space of an actual having a st- excuse me having a story a story to tell instead of just like an experience but the only way to have a story to tell is that there's an aspect of us that doesn't know it so that the aspect of us that does know it can tell it to us and then that began the first creation of the physical universe was that now there's a knowledge of knowing and not knowing. This knowledge of knowing and not knowing, or good and evil, or or right and wrong, or here or there, or however you want to call it, this, this knowledge begat the physical experience. Now we had to name things, as Adam so did, right? And started naming things as separate objects, separate things. That's a sheep. That's a cow. That's a tree. And now we can say, oh, this is, this is me, this is Adam, and this is Eve, and that is God. And through that experience, we started being able to tell a story and actually have some sort of continuity. And that, that began the perception from forgetting of this experience of being one mind into the continuity of memory. Now, this obsession with being able to tell a story. And that's what it, time. that's where time began. That we like to think of, of, that time and space is definitely actually the same thing, and it is, uh, in the in the realm of time. Yet you can, it's almost incomprehensible, which it is, of the f- spiritual universe to not have time, when it, it is still space. But if you think of the movement as the essence of time, it is only capable to be time, when you remember where it was a second ago like we like to, and again we like to say that well you were still someplace else a second ago regardless if you remember it so time still existed but if you understand the mind that is consciousness that is the essence of all reality then you the time that you are referring to is not actually something but your obsession with it being something in other words you're trying to identify with the physical world and this is because when we beget in this universe, this physical universe, we, in order to have the story being told to us, we have to have this continuity of memory. We have to remember the beginning of the story to get to the end of the story and have the same amazement and same surprise. So now we have this these four, one, one point reflects into two. This is the, the God and the self of God. Two points reflect into four. This is light and sound. F- four points re- reflect into eight. So now you have the four elements of the physical universe which develop a solid physical object. And that, okay, so <laughs> you got a cube for that example. And is, so you got you got fire, earth, water, air <laughs> is what it's represented as. And the different densities of that that physical representation of how consciousness experiences the holographic experience of the spiritual universe through a story being told. So through time. Now time is that story. So now how how do you expand on this, these fourth dimensional experience, but taking it from four or eight, geez, math, okay. You take the eight and you reflect into, 16, right? So this is birth and death. And now you have time. And it's a linear snake where you're going from point A to point B. You're going for a duration period and the story being told and ultimately the story of your life, the story of who you are. And the gift that you're you're telling God if you existed what you would be. I mean, God created you to do that as if he, he could be the experience of who you are. And ultimately, it's everywhere that, that God is reflecting oh back. God is reflecting back the story that you are seeing to, to experience. And so it seems as if we're doing something. It seems as if we're progressing into something. And yet, ultimately, even as to, to bring it back to A Course of Miracles it has never left that same one source that even the the zeroth dimension of god is dreaming that it has a son that we like to think that the dream is the physical universe and understanding that yes it is the dream for the son of god is the perceiving of the physical universe which is not the perception of reality right and so then Proper perception is a perceiving of the spiritual universe that everywhere is actually the spiritual universe, and that is through the unification of that mind. That real Christ realizing that and knowing that it is only its oneself, it is only united experience. And yet, even the awakening from Christ is realizing that even Christ is united with God, even Christ is the totality of that experience of being God. I I can say it so many different ways. What are we, 20 minutes into this? Oh, 50 minutes, okay. (laughs) Well, where'd that time go? (laughs) I just, oh. (laughs) Thank you, God. (laughs) Thank you uh is there any questions out there anybody in here live we got any questions or any observations you want to say or anything how about you trina (laughs) when when's lunch (laughs) yeah this is the lunch hour we trade it for food Uh, i'm almost done So let's accept our purpose here today. We come in complete honesty of our experience. We know that it is the choice in which you have made, which I have made and experienced and chose to do. Thank you. I realize that the universe is not exactly as I believe it to be, exactly as I have chosen for it to experience. Father, God, I believe I see physical objects and work in a physical world. I believe there are people separate from me. I believe I have sensations that are not of you and your love. I believe... I believe I have thoughts of other things, other things that are not you, other things as if I have an ability to go into a place in which you are not allowed. which your love is is not available in every moment. Father, I believe I can be lost. I believe I can be found. I believe I can leave heaven to come home again I believe my body can have pains that I did not condone. I believe I can suffer to things I have not surrendered my power to. You tell me this is not so. You tell me this is not true. By your voice, you teach me and guide me to recall the experience of the intended dream in which we participated together in the creation of, where we walked. even as one. Father, I accept this. I choose this today. What you desire for me, the recollection of the spiritual universe, To the proper perception of union, uni- <laughs> of being united with you, being one. I choose this purpose. I choose to know you, to remember you, to recognize you. I realize I might not know how might not know what to do or what to say, but I trust you that I choose you, and I choose our truth so that I can enjoy the world again. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Sesame Street, for being here. (laughs) Thank you all. You have been tuning in to this spiritual lunch hour with me, your host, Reverend Devon Devine. If you'd like more information about me and what I can do for you, please visit openandclear.com. That's O-P-E-N-A-N-D-C-L-E-A-R.com. Stay tuned to ACIM Gather for additional teachers, students, and those who love A Course in Miracles. from the real world my name is rich mcguire and we have been teaching out of a course in miracles